Hi. Welcome to the Talk Comics to me. It's I'm Champ Champenstein. I almost said it's Champ Champenstein. I guess it doesn't matter. It's Heather Hadfield. <laughs> <laughs> Reporting live from Omaha, Nebraska. I'm in my home. <laughs> and I am also in my home. We uh we're together but a party in because it's actually just really easy to do because driving is the worst and Omaha drivers are even even more of the worst yeah just the absolute worst uh so yeah that's that's it we're here to talk about two weeks worth of comics because last week was also just a clusterfuck and that's nobody's fault Uh uh-huh no it was a it was a terrible week last week (laughs) yeah so uh go ahead Heather you take it away you started us off you have so many comic books to talk about so many fucking comics today and I'm just gonna get right into it (laughs) okay my first book here is is it backwards no it's forwards to me it's backwards on mine that it confused me I was like oh my god what if that's how they're seeing it um okay this is cover of darkness this is a source point press book this is about vampires um shocker what the shocker shocker yeah so you're you're reading a book about vampires I'm absolutely just what it's um it's told in two different times I guess um one part of the story is a family of of traveling folk I guess um they broke off from their group of people that they had lived with before and they're kind of trying to make it on their own um you discover that the family has kids that can kind of shapeshift in a way um so it's yeah it's literally just them trying to like survive and figure out how to live off of the world um the other part of the story is following an actual vampire who his story takes place like 200 years before and it kind of goes into how he became a vampire so I, I don't know exactly how they're going to connect yet, but obviously they're going to. Mm. Um, yes, that makes that would make sense. Yeah, it's it's kind of cool though. So the vampires story is all in like very very dark colors, like black and white essentially, which is very cool. The other story is all like in color. Okay. Still like dark tones and stuff, but it's Mm -hmm. still, there's more color in theirs. Um, It's like I was telling you, I'm not quite sure how exactly I feel about it. I do like the story because I like vampire stories, but I'm not really sold on the art except for during the vampire's perspective because he's fucking cool as hell, man. Look at that guy. Yeah, he is pretty cool. Those hands are awesome. Yeah, he's creepy and gross and stuff, but I don't know. The the cover, I feel like, is giving me clues. Yeah. Like at the end of the story, there's, like, werewolves that are introduced. There's, like, a vampire, but I, I don't know how that comes into play. I'm excited, I guess, to figure it out because I don't quite understand what is happening in the story. All right, all right. That's that one. <laughs> That's that one. Um, and the next one is The Fourth Man, and this is the 
mystery story of like four people who are murdered on the same day and the detectives are trying to figure out if they're connected and if they are why what happened to them uh this is just the second guy who was murdered um goes into how it like connects to the first murder um through the story the detectives and stuff don't obviously know what's going on yet but you know I like this story I'm still just kind of thrown off by uh the characters looking like actual famous people that yeah for sure yeah so that's kind of strange to me but the story itself is very cool that's what I thought about like the first uh issue because you let me borrow that first issue and I really like yeah I enjoyed the first issue for the most part but I did not enjoy like I did not enjoy all of the characters looking like like actors and it's like I I got it like I I understood why that was done like in the perspective of like the book mm-hmm. but it, it but like throughout the book it always just felt like a like oh look it's that person or like oh look it's that person instead of like in a movie where you just kind of like take it in it, it felt way like just like oh yeah, like the Leonardo DiCaprio meme. It's yes, no, exactly. It's it was uncomfortable in a way for that reason, and I don't know why it made me feel that way as well. Mm-hmm. But I, I I think that's one of the only things that I just don't really like about this, and that I feel like that's pretty minor. Like the story yeah, is good. I like the story. It's just yeah, that that particular thing just kind of stresses me out because I don't understand why it needed to be done. Maybe we'll know. Maybe something is going to happen. Maybe it's really them in the story. I would say maybe it's actually a movie within the comic book we're we're, we're reading, you're reading. I'm going to have to look into that. Um, I will let you borrow that one too, though, because I do think that you will like the way that the investigation is happening. Okay. And um, this is Hotel. This is issue number three. Uh, this is the second volume. This is just the anthology of the horror stories that takes place in the Perio, Piero, I don't know how to say it, um, hotel out in the middle of nowhere. This one deals with an artist who uh, everything that he draws in the sketchbook kind of comes to life. That's it. It's right. cool. um, he discovers that he has like a this talent after he draws the the clown that the uh hotel is modeled after I guess like I don't know it's hard to explain because I don't really know how to say Piero and if you know who that clown is okay okay yeah yeah. yeah. so that's what the name is and the mascot I guess if you want to call him that uh there's a big portrait of him when you walk into the lobby he's trying to draw it when he draws it he looks up at the artwork and realizes that the clown that was sitting previously is now standing and he doesn't understand like what had happened so he becomes obsessed with like drawing things because he used to be able to do it correctly and Mm -hmm. now he can't seem to do it so it's Mm -hmm. uh I really really like this one because I like seeing this guy go crazy yeah 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 it was a lot of fun um and it also has uh, a couple characters that showed up in the first volume of hotel all right, cool. like what's been happening to them since their stories so I thought that was pretty neat mm-hmm. that is a really cool aspect of it um I really like this story um I I do like that I, I know that we've talked about this with other series before how the narrators um 
just the way that they tell stories, especially in anthologies like that, where he's continually telling the story uh, to like introduce the next one. I like this one because I'm gonna have to go back and read the first volume because I'm pretty sure the first issue of that is the same story that he's been telling like throughout. Okay. It's very well told and weaved, so. Yeah. I like it. It's a good, cute little anthology. Love a good horror anthology in this house. Mm, We love it. In our separate but together homes. It looks like we're in the same house, just two different rooms. So it, it could be the case. Nobody knows that we're not. That's true. <laughs> okay. Um, I guess I'm gonna quickly just show this book I bought. This is uh Children of the Woods. This is a nice, nice little trade. It's smooth, has some raised leather lettering. It does feel really good. It's like a good material. How does that smell? Uh, you know. It smells like new book, but not like as good as it could smell. Okay. That's if, that, if that makes sense. Uh, I'm going to read the little back part because I, the main reason I got this was because we, yeah, we had those bookmarks at work and I just kept looking at them and I was like, that looks like something I would enjoy. And so I was just like, yeah, I'll just add it to my profile, whatever. I'll buy it. So um, it's, uh, Heather also bought this today. Yes, I oh. got it today. After... After, after a tale of revenge leads to a monstrous outcome, Amber and Quinn pay the price for power and magic as they become the newest children of the Black Woods. As Amber becomes intertwined with the secrets of the woods and the town they live in, Quinn learns he is not alone in the woods, and not all who reside there are welcoming. Featuring art by Josh Hickson and a story by Joe Chow Chano, C-I-A-N-O. Children of the Woods explores the monster within and what is left when that monster finally comes out. So it sounds really good. Yeah. I'm I'm really excited. I mean, that's why I ordered it, or I thought I ordered it originally, but then just completely spaced. But that's why I had to get it too. Yeah. It was, yeah, like I said, it was just one of those things where I just like saw the letter and I read the letter and I was like, huh, okay. And I saw like the bookmarks and I was like, yeah, this looks like something I would like. And so I just, yeah, ordered it for sure. Yeah. It's a good artist too. We love him. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Now we have, are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. Detectives. Both of them. So many detectives. Two weeks of detectives. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So this is still the story of uh how arkham tower fell you get a i have a damaged book um you get a little bit more into why exactly the patients within arkham seem reformed when they're actually not yeah um but yeah you get a you get to see that whole like break i guess on like how how exactly it falls how everything falls apart nothing is working how it's supposed to you get a little we have a guest a guest star in this in this issue psycho pirate oh i was like are you talking about psycho pirate yeah no i was trying to show it but like the the light glaring off of it so yeah yeah anyway 
Psycho Pirate is a big part of this. You did, oh my God, you look just like him. <laughs> but that's, yeah, that's really it um, without spoiling anything because this is actually a really good story and I've been enjoying it quite a bit. Yeah, same. I really, like, it's an interesting idea to explore too that they want to find like an alternative way to like help these people. Yeah, but somehow it's just like Gotham and <laughs> It's like not gonna work anyway. Yeah, so like, nobody actually does want to help. They just want like something for themselves. They they don't want the steps to solve it. They just want it solved. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, yeah. This I have really been enjoying this story. I uh, I like the art a lot too. Yeah, um, I think I'd mentioned this like a couple weeks ago the covers have all been really good because of how like realistic they are mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the next week's which i just saw today is one of the most grotesque pictures of penguin i've ever seen but it's so good i don't i know i've probably seen it i don't remember hold on i'm gonna look it up really fast yeah i don't know why but seeing him drawn that way just really grossed me out and i loved it it's very good. I just like never thought I would be reading this book for so long. No, me either. And I mean, the only reason we added it originally was because of Dan Mora. Yeah, I, yeah. Dark, dark detective, right? That's where. Yeah, that's where Dan Mora started. Yeah, and then he did start doing the regular detective title, and that was like I wasn't necessarily going to get that, and I was like, yeah, actually, I do really want it. So it's, it's cool. Good. Um, I, I hate this downfall into the DC books, even though I did say, like, I kind of want to read more DC mm-hmm. because I've never really read much. And now I have the most DC on my poll, and I don't know what to do about it. Every week it stresses me out. It's okay. Like, a lot of limited series here. Yeah. And then, you know, eventually Detective will go back to every two weeks rather than, like, every week, which has been a lot. Yeah, I think that is part of the reason why I'm feeling overwhelmed is because it is every single week. But it's it's fine because I feel like if this story was dragged out in that way, I probably wouldn't like it as much. It's I don't have to wait as long to see what's happening. So I'm, I mean, yeah, I don't mind a weekly book either. Yeah. Uh, I did check out that cover. It was cool. And yeah. gross. Yeah, I really, really like it. I'm glad you thought that too. <laughs> I looked at it and I was like, ew. <laughs> but I loved it. Uh, okay, so next we have, uh, oh, oh, Ooh, wrong oh. One, wrong one. do you have it? Is it, is this right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was just looking at that before, and so I forgot to put it back in the right order. Uh, this is Batman, Catwoman. This is issue number 10. We're getting, we're getting to the end. We're we back, we're there. back with Clayman, mother and daughter fighting. Things are alluded to, and that's that's that I just I just want this book to end honestly just it's felt so long I know and it's so there there are a few pages that I really really enjoyed the way that it looked like I thought it was really cool but I feel like and I I hate saying this because I do really like Clayman's art I think it's he's really good but I enjoyed the story more when it was Liam Sharp Mm -hmm. I am actually in a full agreement on that I do, I mean, I have my problems with Clayman's art, but for the most part, I do 
enjoy it when it's not trying to be just like I'm trying to think of the right word too much <laughs> yeah that's what I was gonna say just like yeah too much is that's that is the best way to describe it uh, go ahead I was just gonna say that there's just like one page that has Joker on it that is probably my favorite panels of him ever and it's because of the it's the most the least amount of detail I've ever seen Clayman use but it works so well for him and I'm just going to show you because I just his stupid face there oh yeah I don't know why I love that I was like damn that's like the coolest Clayman could have ever drawn Joker <laughs> the dumb face that he's making <laughs> uh but you know you got those titties on the cover so we got we got (laughs) there was one stance that she does in here where i was like why why do you look like that maybe that one (laughs) i mean there was another there's always like at least one or two right you're just like what the what are you what are you doing what are you looking at but like i feel like he has toned down the asses Yes, no, I 100% agree, but he's he's pushed the ass up to the tits because the tits are out of control. He is really good at faces, though. Like these ones? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, it's a book we're reading. It's, yeah. I, I don't feel, I don't hate it. I don't love it. This one. Yeah. I don't know why when I looked at that I was like why why does she look like that anyway same I don't I definitely don't hate it I do I enjoy it quite a bit but I'm just like I'm I'm done like I'm ready for it to be over yeah it just definitely didn't need to be 12 issues it like six maybe two two I mean like six five just fine um honestly the special is probably the one I like the most at this point yeah yeah I yeah I'll be excited to see it wrap up I did I did put that new Tom King Batman book on my pull file so just added it right right to my my pull I I don't know like killing something okay I'll have to check that out because I think I was like I'm not falling for your tricks anymore Mr. King but also at the same time I kind of wanted to read it if if it's the one that I'm thinking of and I don't know what I'm thinking of right now so I'll have to go look yeah, you you keep talking about you talk about the next book that we both have, but I didn't get a chance okay. to read yet. Okay, so this is Dark Knights of Steel. This is issue number four. This is main cover. This is Harley cover. It's called Killing Time. Batman okay. Killing Time. Okay. I, I'll I'll think about it, but look how good this cover is. Yeah, no, the cover is so so good. I love it so much. I love it. Um, so I'm not gonna go into detail about this because chance chance. I, I have been called Chance a time or two, and it really does, it warms my heart. But... <laughs> well, what I was going to say was Champ hasn't had a chance to read it yet. But the words get stuck in my mouth. I don't talk no good. So, okay. Again, this is issue number four. This is um, how Bruce was kind of raised okay I think yeah I think that's kind of be the best way to put it 
um, how he kind of got to know the royal family and how it is all connected because it's mentioned previously who he is in relation to them and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, this just goes into how he was raised. Really good. We just keep talking at the same time. For some reason, I did not think you were going to say the word raised. What did you? Oh, no, (laughs) that's how he was raised. How? Yes. Yes. How he was raised Um, and how the role that his parents play into the whole story, which is different from the original Bruce Wayne parent origin. Okay. Yes. Are they still rich? Oh, of course. <laughs> Why wouldn't they be? Uh, uh, maybe maybe they weren't. I mean, it's very, it's very interesting. Um, but I do, like I say with every single one of those issues, I like the liberties that they take with like changing the story just enough to fit it into the world that they're creating. Um, I I think I mean it's only four issues in but that's probably like my favorite one because I just I don't know it's exactly what you think it would be but also at the same time it's not okay so that's all you just got to read it you got to read it to understand I'm excited I will read your copy you will bring you will bring it to me yes I will okay you ready yes I'm Batman (laughs) I was like, hey, this isn't a book we have together, right? <laughs> no, uh, this is issue 120. Um, this really goes into Abyss and how Abyss is just really fucking up Batman's life. That's it. I don't want to like go into detail. Um, the art in this, I absolutely love. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like this issue in particular because Batman is trying to free Batman Incorporated and stuff from the prison that they are in but he can't do anything because he is completely blind because Abyss blinded him in the previous issue so he is trying to (laughs) do stuff with like a a ear thing he's trying to be like a bat yeah that's exactly what he is doing. It's even mentioned in here. Um, but the detective that he has been kind of working with is the one who's like telling him what to do. And it there's like a one panel in there where he's like talking and he's like looking in the wrong direction. It's incredible. I love it. Um, but yeah, that's this is where you kind of figure out uh, where Abyss is and what he is planning with this whole thing that he's doing I I surprisingly still like it Uh, I didn't think that I was going to be very into it after Tynan and Jimenez left but I'm I'm enjoying it quite a bit and I I hate I hate it too many Batman books Uh, (laughs) this is the next one (laughs) you really are like full you're like balls deep in Batman right now yeah I'm like I'm a little tired but (laughs) they're just all they're all really good mm-hmm. and it's making me mad so this is batman urban legends this is issue number 12 this is just a series of short stories written by different people drawn by different people with different characters throughout the dc universe um i only read the first couple so i'm not exactly sure what all the stories are about but this one this issue is all the animals 
within DC. Okay. Hmm. Um, I was just, I haven't actually looked at the cover yet. It's very cute. Anyway, that's all. That's all. That's all. I can't remember if that's all you had. Yeah. Nope. Those are all my Batman books. Okay. Uh, I have uh, a Batman book too. I have the the Joker, a puzzle box. This is. God, let's look at. Oh, this is issue number seven. It says, yeah. right, it says right in the middle, issue number seven. Uh, this is the last issue. Oh, and yeah. And so you figure out everything that's been happening and the joker explains why he did it and that's you'll have to read the seven issues of the book to find out uh it's i don't know i think it's a really good joker story because by the end like close to the end you're kind of like you're pretty close by the end you pretty much have like got it figured out what's going on and even by the middle you're just like okay but it's interesting to see what happens and then when the joker explains everything it is very just like ludicrous joker-esque sort of stuff which i liked it was good yeah. that's like my favorite thing about joker is just how fucking ridiculous he is yeah, I think Matthew Rosenberg did like a really good job of like capturing that like chaoticness for sure. Okay. All right. I'll read it then. I'll I'll read it. <laughs> I'll get there. Uh okay. You ready, Doug? Yeah, both of us? Yeah, I believe so, right? Okay. Oh, oh that one's first. <laughs> I can do either, baby. I got Wait. both. Okay, I guess we'll do this one. Uh, this is New Masters. This is issue number one. Uh, the Eye of Urmila. Urmila. That sounds right to me. I don't. I don't know how to use. I forget what they're called. Those things. Slang language marks. Yeah, I don't know if they had like a specific term because in. I I know I I'm sure they do. Yeah. Uh, so this is just about a young girl who is trying to survive mm -hmm. uh, and is kind of like, I, I don't know, insert, it's, it's been a week since, like two weeks since I've read this. I remember really enjoying it though. Yeah. She's, it's, she's it's in like search of something, right? Yeah, no, it's like a post-apocalyptic world, it seems like, almost, right? Yeah. Sorry, I just went, like... A little blurry? I'm blurry! Yeah, fix yourself. Um, but yeah, she almost seems like a scavenger. She's trying to find certain things to sell them to get money, food, their sort of currency, whatever. Um, but then the also the second part of the story is is it like a few years later I can't remember because there is I feel like it was all happening at the same time okay yeah see I wasn't sure it does not say though like time-wise so yeah I yeah 
the same time. But yeah, then it's uh, a group of grown-ups who are also trying to do similar things. So I assume like everybody's stories are going to cross. Right. I think I need to go back and read this because I did read this last week, but I'm like, I feel like I didn't really understand what was going on because it is set in this world. It's like a fantasy world. It will not yeah. be fantasy, you know, it just. Yeah, they're in some sort of exclusion zone, but you don't really understand like what is how happening. yeah i would say like yeah. how everything got to be to its point yeah right or and you just know that they're like there's a fi- there's finite amounts of resources and the world is running out the earth is running out of them right right yeah so the the young girl is trying to find what she can to survive whereas the adult seems like they're trying to find things to take control yeah but yeah we'll see i guess it's only the first issue i did really enjoy this one too i thought the art and the colors were really really good yeah that was one of my favorite parts too yeah and i'm interested enough in this world to like see what is going to happen to the world and i like the main character a lot the girl Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. she's very cute Mm -hmm. okay you ready for the next one that Mm -hmm. you did not i did not did you read it Okay. Yeah. Um, this is Newburn. This is issue number three. I am not going to spoil anything for Champ because this is some of Champ's favorite kind of story. <laughs> um, but basically, Newburn and his protege, I don't remember what her name is, um, they are working together to figure out who is murdering people from the different gangs across the city. And they kind of... Um, mm-hmm. A lot is revealed in this issue so okay yeah i didn't i didn't want to say too much but it, that one that issue is really really good and it just goes to show like how good newburn is at his job and how well his new partner is at figuring stuff out too so they made they make a really good team all right cool cool okay here you we got, go you got this this is uh, Critical Role, Vox Machina Origins, issue, series three, issue number five of six. Um, the, in the last, I think the last issue or the one before that, the gang kind of got sucked into a different portal and they fought against a dragon that had been freed from whatever bondage she was in. So in this one, Vax, who is my favorite person in this, um, he goes to his underground network of thieves, which is something that he's been a part of, and tries to uncover more information about the piece of stone that was used to free the dragon. And then they just kind of go on another mission. So just classic critical role stuff. Okay. Classic. Got it. Okay. Keep going. This is Critical Role, The Mighty Nine Origins. This is uh, Kaylee, um, who is my favorite from The Mighty Nine. So this is just like the Jester one that I had like a couple months ago. It's just a story about uh, Caleb's history, his origins before he joined the Mighty Nine, before he even met Not. Um, 
if you know anything about Caleb's story, this is how he sets everything on fire. I have not read it yet, um, but it's because it had just way too much words. <laughs> I had way too many books this week and I just I get it. read that one later. It's not like you don't have, you, you have plenty of books. We've got lots to talk about. It's fine. It's yeah, fine. True. Uh, all right, so now I have Arkham City, The Order of the World. <laughs> this, is, this is issue number five of six, so I'm almost done. And in this one, you're just kind of, all of the characters are starting to come together and Dr. Joy, yes, Dr. Joy is starting to kind of question herself and like what's happening. This is kind of like I was saying like last time, it's just like, I don't know if these people are using her and being kind of just being like, are you sure that you were actually a doctor or if that is like actually the case as I like had said last time. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm excited to read the last one, even though I've, I don't know, I've really enjoyed this and I kind of I don't, I know we can't continue, but it'd be interesting to see like more. Mm -hmm. It's one of those limited series where I would, I'd, I'd be down for like at least like one or two more issues. Okay. But still really well done, really well told story. And it really like does a good job of, I know it's a really good dark Gotham story where it's not It's like a psychological horror, like kind of sort of thing. Right. Or thriller, like where you're just like, what's what's actually happening? I, I love those. Rather ideas. than like the action-y Gotham stuff. Right. I, I think I like that a lot more for Gotham because I feel like that makes more sense. Mm -hmm. I just don't think it's always like done very well. Or they just don't do it often enough. Like they're trying to be too edgy a lot of the time is what it feels like. And it's like, you can just take it easy. Yeah, yeah. It's not a big deal. Just like chill. <laughs> I like how Auntie decided that she had to be in frame. Yeah, no, I, I noticed that it was cracking me up because uh, Bellamy a minute ago looked like he wanted to come sit on my lap, but he didn't. And I just thought it would be really funny if he did. Uh, good chat, right, I guess. Ready? I'm ready. Uh, so now we have seven secrets. Okay. We're, we we got it. Waiting for you to pull it out so that I would know for sure it was the right one. Yeah, uh, seven secrets. <laughs> Issue number fourteen. Amen is getting closer to um, getting all of the secrets and destroying everything, um, but Casper is not going to let that happen. Yeah, it's, it's weird because now you're just like, who is the bad guy and who is the good guy and what's really going to happen? But then it's all like predestined to happen as well. So it's like, is anyone the bad guy or the good guy in this such situation necessarily? If all if it was all written and it's all been meant to happen regardless. Yeah. Um, that's a good question. It's the one that we always ask, who really is good? <laughs> um, I, I love this story. Yeah, it's really good. 
I have like my problems with it, but I think they're like really minute and like kind of silly, but also just the flow of the story is not necessarily my favorite more than anything. It is, it is told very strange, um, strangely in a strange way. Yeah. Um, but I did notice that it was kind of stilted at some points and I, I did not like that, but I think that the characters in it are all really good. So. Yeah. I like the characters. I like the art. I do enjoy the story itself. It, it is just one of those things where, yeah, some pacing issues and yeah, parts about us. Yeah. But yeah. it feels like it's gonna wrap up or at least like hit a the top and then start to come back down yeah. situation I definitely got that feeling too especially with the last page of this it seems like it's gonna be over soon which is it's fine I don't think it needs to drag on too long no like that yeah it needs to wrap itself up because there's not much more <laughs> right then there's no reason to like keep it going either like we're already this far and we know what's happening like just do it <laughs> yeah 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 and I think yeah that's the downfall with it anyway I'm ready hey, it's good it's good it is good and we do like it uh so this is Buffy the last vampire slayer this is issue number three it's a nice little mini series that I've really been enjoying and this one features Spike and I was very very happy about this issue altogether we love Spike this uh yeah this is um vampires have taken over the world at this point they mm -hmm. have found a way to block the sun and so buffy and spike and a group of witches are trying to cast a spell to bring the sun back yeah, that's it the buffy, the buffy book it's buffy i mean it is better than the main title buffy oh which I did I did read the last issue last week yeah. I, f I forgot all about that yeah no I forgot to ask you about it too how was it um okay so I'm gonna we'll just finish this real fast great mm -hmm. loved it I, I I would suggest this as like a little mini series for somebody to read older Buffy just trying to get by in the world uh <laughs> okay so <laughs> Issue number 34 of Buffy was honestly, it was not good, Okay, but I would say it probably did the best job of like full circling and actually ending like a story arc and a, like, and like completing like a bad guy where it didn't seem like just like, just like off where it's just like all of a sudden they're moving on to something else you know what I'm saying yes so it, it felt like they they did the thing they did this multiverse thing they did a big fight they defeated the bad guy that was that and then so it was like the most like most ending ending that they had like done throughout the entire series it still was just I don't know it took way too long to even do that. Mm -hmm. it just it felt like it took fucking twelve issues. 
And I know it's not, it wasn't that many issues, but it felt just like so long. Right. Yikes. 34 issues. 34 issues. Yeah. 34 issues I read uh, ended on a, the end question mark. And I know that they're starting up a new Buffy. It's like, I think it's not a Buffy book because it's called the Vampire Slayer. Mm-hmm. And I think the solicit said like Buffy lost her memories or something like that. Or like, is it Buffy isn't Buffy and there's a new Slayer. Okay, that could be nice. So I, I added it to my pull file. <laughs> You're doing it again. <laughs> uh, it's by the same uh, writer who did the. God, what book was it? What book was I saying it was? I think it's the Eat the Rich book. Oh yeah. yeah I'm pretty. I, I'm pretty sure Sarah Gailey. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. So it's by her. So it could be decent then. Yeah, it could be all right. That's the only book that I've read by her, but I liked that. So yeah. Um, but yeah, that's uh I can't remember the artist. I just added it because I was like, well, I'm a glutton for punishment, might as well just keep it going. And I don't know, there's been like these mini series of things, these have been good. Like there have been good buffy things that have been happening. It just wasn't happening on the main title of Buffy. That's fair. I think the first four issues of that were the best. It's just because Dan Mar- Mora did the art. Yeah. I feel like if we went back and reread those first four issues, we'd feel the same way. Maybe. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go. Go ahead. Okay, I have not read this one yet. This is uh, God Killer Spiderland. It's issue number two. Uh, I just wanted to show it to you. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't read this yet, so I will get to it, and I will probably let you know, but we'll see. Um, this is Good Boy. This is issue number three. Um, Not with, with, but with a dog. Yeah, look how cool that cover is. Yeah, it is a I cool love, cover. I love this dog. So basically, he's getting closer to uh, getting to the person who killed his human. Uh, there's a really, really funny scene uh, near the end where he's talking to the person who ordered the hit on his human. And he's just saying stuff like, we had an out, you knew that, you could have just let us go. And it just, <laughs> it's really funny, just, you know, yeah, listening to this dog talk about that with another human being, like, we were out of the game, like, why didn't you just let us go? Why did you have to kill him? <laughs> it's very silly, but I love it. I, the, the art is, like, unreal to me because it's like bright and colorful but then like the action trying to find a page of like them fighting it's so violent there's a scene where he straight up just shoots another dog's head apart (laughs) but like yeah I really I really like it it's kind of dumb but that's part of its charm that's all I've got to say (laughs) sometimes the thing you know with action stuff in general it's really entertaining like I didn't know what I was gonna think about it when I first read it but I was like "Eh, it just seems like something I might enjoy and I was right but it's also something I've never read before so it's very weird yeah uh okay well I have next life zero this is uh issue number one this is by Stefano Vietti and Marco 
Jaquetto. I'm just gonna butcher that shit every time. Really like 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 Marco. I just this is just a zombie story. I really can't like I don't care. I don't care about zombies anymore. I don't want to. I don't want to. Why did you get I did it? I didn't I can't did it I don't remember it saying zombies anywhere. Did it say zombies anywhere? I don't know. I feel like if it did, I would have gotten it. So I I got it because Marco Marco. I, I like the art. I was like, yeah, give me the art. And the art was good. Um but just a a ragtag team, a military people have to go save their commander from a prison and guess what it's filled with zombies they just zombies it's really dark and they're like we're gonna turn on the lights and i'm just like okay and the first of all you know they're zombies because they're like wow it's really quiet in here (laughs) this prison was full of people like what are you doing what are you doing you know my favorite thing in any zombie multimedia ever is in world war z (laughs) are you going to talk about the same thing that you always talk about about world war z when they all run up and make a pile of zombies on the wall no something (laughs) please something different when they're riding the bikes (laughs) wait what zombies ride bikes in that humans don't they am i just making this up i feel like this actually happened when they're going to the plane and they're riding the bikes to the plane did i just make that i i've never seen the movie world war z well i watched the first like 20 or 30 i watched up until the scene where they do the wall thing just for you because chris had put it on before i was gonna go to sleep and i was like all right i'll just watch for like a little bit and I got to that part and I was like, all right, love you, Heather. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> and I went up to bed and fell asleep. Oh my God. I'm going to, after we get off of here, I'm going to make myself dinner and I'm going to watch World War Z because I swear they ride bikes to an airplane at one point and it's completely silent except for them riding bikes. I swear that's in my I head. mean, that would make sense because bikes are supposed to be really quiet and quieter than riding riding driving cars but yeah I mean they also flew a helicopter to the prison I don't know there's a lot of stuff going on where I just like I I really think the turning on of the lights thing because it was super dark really got to me it's just like I don't know it seems like they're kind of like a group of mercenaries or something so you think they would have like night vision goggles like some sort of a like bright fucking flashlight something where they can be equipped to go into a dark prison full of zombies without being like oh we got to go find the fuse box turn on all the lights in the prison and wake up all the zombies i don't know oh my god sorry animals uh but yeah it's just once again zombie stuff so i I overthink it i don't like it (laughs) That's fair. Oh my god, Megatron looks so chubby. Yeah, he is a fat man. Oh my god, I just Here, I gotta do this again. A few weeks, so. Yeah, he's. I don't know. Everybody says he's fat now, so. Yeah, he's he's been getting chubby, so. 
that's a man. We love that. All right, you ready? I'm ready. We got to do this. We got so many books left. Not not too many. Five, six. All right. So this is Moon Knight. This is issue number eight. This is a Devil's Reign tie-in, and by that they mean you will not understand what's happening in Devil's Reign at all. You'll just be like, "Why is Moon Knight not in this book?" And they'll say some vague things about him being in prison. <laughs> um, yeah, that's yeah, that's basically what's going on. Um, but oh, Doctor Moon is just filling in for Moon Knight. Yeah, no, that's really all it is. That's all you need to know. There's just a, a the stained glass Scarlet is the bad guy in this one that's it it's it's a very strange it's one of those uh like one shots that don't need to be a part of the series at all it's just a little cute little story yeah like that's like once again feel like that's every issue of this book it's fair it's just like oh here's here's a bad guy here's a bad guy here's a new bad guy but i mean here's a new old guy new old bad guy there's several pages within this that are just very yeah no it looks good I like and I like aspects of I just don't know like part of me likes it and part of me doesn't yeah it's very weird because I don't know what the actual story is yeah I don't know what I'm supposed to be following you know yes there's nothing like overarching about it It is all just it's very staccato yeah yes that is a good way of putting it and that's all I have to say about it though yeah, I did. I really did not have a lot to say about that one either. It's uh, just a very strange, strange story. Okay, we going? Yeah. Okay, so this is X Lives of Wolverine. This is issue number two. Uh, this is just Wolverine in his past lives, kind of living them through visions, but also living them like fully butterfly effect business going on here he's in his head head this whole time trying to change things gene's trying to help him out with some oh god my chair almost broke (laughs) he's trying to save charles and make sure that charles gets where he needs to go and yes in the future and at all costs only telepathically I just like I don't like I did add it to my poll because I I don't know like I don't like it and I like it if that makes sense yeah it's um I, and then, sorry no I'm I can't decide if I like that one or not I honestly like x deaths a whole lot more I feel like that is way more relevant well and see that's what I was about to say it's like I also don't really like x deaths because I don't, I don't really like the contrast of the two either and what they're right. doing. Because right. it's like, okay, these stories are supposed to go hand in hand. And I know we will see like the full circleness of it. Right. But it's just like, I don't, I don't know. I just don't like it. It feels, it feels like unnecessary. And once again, like one of these problems that we're running into, like with the Krakoa era, era of X-Men as it like keeps going, it's just like, where the fuck did this even come from? Yeah. <laughs> like, why did they do this? And 
And then why, like, I, I don't mind seeing like the Moira stuff, but like, why? Right. Why within this story? And I, once again, I'm sure they'll connect it all together and make it make sense, but I just don't, I, I, I just don't get it, I guess is more so it issues are there going to be of these is it six each i think it's either five or six yeah okay well maybe i would say five because ten right oh that would make sense but that would make too much sense um so i'm i am going to talk about this one real quick right, go ahead. Spoiling anything um because uh it obviously goes hand in hand with that one mm-hmm. um but this is literally just um so I said I liked this one a lot better and I think it's because after Inferno that was the last one right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah after Inferno Moira's gone and this kind of is just explaining what happens to Moira after that while also and I think actually while we were just talking about it I kind of connected the pieces in my head as to like how these two are going one's going this way and one's going right right um but that's why I said they're gonna come together we're gonna figure out how they like yeah I'm one step ahead of everyone I've already got it (laughs) um but I just I like this one because Moira is trying to stay hidden from uh Mystique with the help of Jane Foster and it is very interesting and I like the shit that Mystique is getting up to in this she's Mystique rules she's being naughty like very very naughty in this one um and then a different um i'm gonna call him the the dark wolverine makes an appearance in this one but it's not really a dark wolverine it's just um why can't i think of anyone's names right now doug's warlock warlock okay i thought you said carlock and i was like that's not his name (laughs) his name is carl Um, but yes, Warlock Wolverine type deal. Um, but yeah, I just I think I like this a lot more because I War, like Warvoline. Warvoline. You did it. Um I like watching Moira run for her life and Mystique chasing after her, trying to kill her. She reminds me of that one vine of the the woman running and the guy who says, Why are you running? Why are you running? that's what this whole thing reminds me of and I love referencing vines through comic books so I don't know I don't know anything about vines oh (laughs) okay well it's it's like how you're into tiktoks and I'm not I I never tiktoks I like animals and tiktoks are made about animals you like tiktoks dude you're into tiktoks they're just it's okay yeah, I'm not, I never got into Vines and I never am getting, I've never really gotten into TikTok. So I think it, there's like a direct correlation between Vine and TikTok. I actually didn't get into Vine until it no longer existed. And then I found like compilations on YouTube and like, mm-hmm. cause I didn't have like a smartphone or anything at the time. So I couldn't like watch them online or watch them on the app or anything like that. So I never like got into it at that time, but I people kept referencing vines to me and I was like I don't know what the fuck that is so I went and watched a compilation and was like I get this dude this is- <laughs> I get this I fucking 
didn't get it. Uh, it's okay. That's fine. I cannot get fines and I can understand TikTok to an extent. It's, it's okay. I'm older than I want to admit, but not old enough that I want to talk about it either. So you go ahead. Talk? Yeah, talk about your next book. Oh, Wait. the next one is both of ours. I have a different book then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he goes one, 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 one right now. Okay. Oh yeah, because you talked about the next death. Mm-hmm. My bad. Okay, so this is Devil's Reign. This is issue number four. Uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out the best way to like talk about this book because Wilson Fisk is using Purple Man to try to influence the whole city to vote for him for mayor. Doc Ock decided to bring all of these different versions of him that had infected different heroes from different like universes over to this universe so there's like a wolverine like uh i can't even remember she hulk maybe that was last issue but just a bunch of different like types of him and then rhino kind of lets loose like what is happening because Wilson Fisk wants uh, Purple Man's kids for like the most power he can get for influence. So yeah, it's uh, there's a lot going on here. Other stuff happened at the end. The very last page of this was super, super cool. Like the art was so, so good. Like I'll show it, but without the... Okay, that's cool. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, it's Marco again. Chichetto. Uh, but yeah, it's yeah. I I don't know if I necessarily like this story as much as I'm just re- reading it. Okay. You're if that makes any of the tie-ins either, except for the X Men one, right? Yeah, I'm reading the X Men one. I picked up the Daredevil, like Woman Without Fear one, but like I told you, it's just like. I, I read like half of it and I just couldn't like there was something about it that was like wasn't clicking with me and part of me still wants to try again but when I went to go read him today I was just like I don't want to yeah I don't like I didn't have any like care or want to read them which is always like a a sign in my personal opinion yeah no I definitely understand that so it's like I don't want to then you aren't going to enjoy it anyway yeah exactly that's what I was going to say it was just like there's no need to force myself to read it and it's just like if I've already tried to read it like am I gonna enjoy it but then I also was trying to read it at work so on like a Wednesday so is it one of those things where it's just like I was getting interrupted too many times and I just couldn't like focus so I couldn't get into it or is it one of those things where like I truly did not enjoy it yeah I don't know I would say sit down on like a Sunday before I come over and try to read it good point yeah maybe that could be like I don't know that'll be a test I'll text you about it on Sunday yeah and be like hey are you not doing homework do this read this is your homework okay ready yeah all right, so we got Daisy next. This is issue number three. 
some cult shit is going down some gods are doing some wild things so it's like a chaotic as hell issue yeah i know this was all over the place and i fucking loved it so the the woman in the first issue who is traveling to this town where her son had like called her has finally like seen what is happening within this little commune yeah. i don't know what else to call it i um, mean it's kind of like a community yeah as a whole yeah um she is informed of like what is happening by her son so she's getting more pieces to what is happening in this cult yes i i really like it it's uh, especially this issue i think just because of how grotesque it was the art in this book is so good yeah it's it's incredible um like, I, I really like the story but i really like the panels and i like like i really like the art and it the thing it's like an oddly confusing book while also not being confusing it's like i i, I know i have my mind wrapped around it but every single issue i'm just like do i understand what the fuck's happening right and i'm sure we will like especially once we figure out what happened like in mm-hmm. these last pages like what happened then i'm sure it's yeah it's definitely going to make more sense as a whole but they just really love cliffhangers these comics they really do mm. hmm. okay it's your turn okay this is faithless uh this is the final series within the universe this is issue number one um faith has been brought back from hell essentially and she has changed um so her best friend from before she became a a famous artist um comes to visit her because the last thing that she heard was faith was in the hospital like catatonic not okay but when she goes to see faith um she's up walking around talking but like acting kind of strange Mm -hmm. so she's trying to figure out um what kind of influence the thorn and poppy from the uh the original two she's trying to figure out what sort of influence they hold over faith and how it's been fucking her up Uh, that's the dad and the daughter right yeah yep there is uh some very violent sexual acts going on here so you don't know really if this is something that actually happened or if this is just like an introduction to like hey faith's fucked up um but it kind of makes me feel like when she was in hell this is what was happening to her yeah that's what I was gonna ask yeah but there is like this this page is just so sick it's so good there's so much happening on it I love it there is a lot going on there Mm -hmm. um I I love her art. I, that's like the main reason why I keep going back to it is just because her art is so cool. Um, but yeah, I so far like this one a lot better than like the second series. I didn't, I don't think I really cared for the second part of the series, but I, I like the way that this one is starting so far. I wish I had my Inca Naughty version, but we'll get it. Yeah, I, it's like a book that like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I would like it. It's definitely a you book and not a me book necessarily. Yeah, no, it's a little fucked up. 
um it's even like sometimes I'm like do I actually enjoy this or do I just like dicks like I can't decide <laughs> it's all right Let's see with this one ow I keep hurting myself I'm so sorry that's okay we're real close to being done so you won't have to hurt yourself anymore so close uh so I have monkey meat this is issue number two this is just little tiny like short stories about uh this island monkey meat island where this corporation owns the entire island this is just about a boy who excuse me reads a bunch of books or manga or comics however you want to think about it and gets beat up and then drinks a god and becomes like a dark god which is kind of based off of like you know his favorite anime type stuff mm-hmm. and so cool. Naruto? It, yeah I mean it's like the book as a whole is just like the art in this issue is really 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 yeah, cool that's really neat there's just like the contrast on some of the pages is like the colors and stuff oh yeah damn that is really sick so each issue is a different story yeah with- within the like this yeah like monkey meat island and I think they all kind of like touch or connect at least so far but yeah like I've really enjoyed it I think it's a I don't know it's an interesting little little story right so far okay cool 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 at least in my personal opinion I'm enjoying it I think yeah and I especially love like yeah the different art in this one it's it feels so much different than the first one. I might be just completely blanking out on the other one, though. Are you high? No, but my brain is also just filled with, like, so much shit right now. I'm like, right. what yeah. was the yeah. first one? Um, I will have to read that because I know you said that the first one was quite enjoyable. And I talked to someone else about it, too, and I can't remember. But I've heard that from more than you (laughs) so I feel like I I should read it just because I wanted to to begin with but I don't know and it's a quick and it's a quick little read too so all right I'm ready so this is Norse mythology this is the third part of the series and this is issue number one so this is also wrapping up I think this is the rest of it this is wrapping up the rest of it so this is uh Thor going on a nice little fishing trip Um, I do have to say, like, I have not read this one yet, and I will get to it, but I love the colors in this one. Oh, yeah, no, the art and colors in this book are just phenomenal. Like, the first page alone is, like, the, like, that is so good. That looks so good. Yeah. I enjoyed this one a lot. I've always, like, I've enjoyed a lot of these, but I do like the art in this one, I think, the most so far. Yeah. That's, I was talking to Wendy about it today because we were trying to figure out, like, has it been this guy the whole time? No, the artist changes. Okay, that's what I thought, and that's what I said, but, yeah, anyway, I love Iger, so I'm, I am excited to, to read this one, which means that Ragnarok is coming up soon. Yeah, because the next issue is done by uh, Colleen Duran. Okay. I am, yeah, I'm very excited. I, I love, it's the only Neil Gaiman thing that I've ever liked, so I'm excited. I'm about to start reading Sandman at some point, so we'll see. Yeah. 
Yeah. I have one more and I haven't read this one because I just got it today, but this is Pirate Queen. This is issue number four. Um, I think this is the last one. Yes. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's the last one. Yeah. I just flipped to the last page and just fucking ruined it for myself. So it is the last one of the series. So we'll see. <laughs> well, you're not supposed to do that. Well, I was, I meant to go to the end because there's usually another story at the end. And for some reason, I thought if I went there, it would tell me if that was the end of Pirate Queen. I don't know. It was a, it was a dumb thing that I did. It made sense at the time, but... <laughs> It is what it is. And that's, uh, it. that's it. That's all we got. It Every was a it was a two weeks worth of comics week. I had a great time. I hope you had a great time. I read so many books last night. Did you? I was up until two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Um, uh, it was awful because I can't I can't don't know why, but lately I haven't been able to just like sit down and read, 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 read. So mm-hmm. I could read one and then take like a 20 minute break. And then I'd read another one and take, so it just, it took me forever. And like, I did I liked it, but I didn't at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Like I get it. I, I mean, my excuse, I read six comics today. My excuse is mainly just like, I got home Tuesday, read a bunch of comics, and then, like, last night, I was just like, dude, I don't want to do anything with school and work. I don't want to do anything. And then today, I was like, oh, my God, I have so many comics to read in between schoolwork I have to do. That's why I'm behind on comics, on some comics. It's it's fine. I'll catch up. It doesn't matter. We'll get there. I, I, I pay money for both, but, you know, comics are never going to, like, cost me tens of thousands of dollars maybe one day (laughs) uh so yeah that's all i've got i don't have anything cool or fun to say otherwise so go support your local libraries support your local comic book shops take care of your friends stuff sucks as always forever and ever amen heather um you should um if you don't keep in contact with your family very often, you should because you never know when it'll be their last day. Uh, also, Heather's husband has like a song coming out. Yeah, he's releasing a new track tomorrow. He just finished his uh, new album, which will be coming out soon. Um, I don't know if I'm supposed to say what it's called, so I'm not going to, but he is yeah, releasing a music video and a track tomorrow. That's cold. That's cold play. Cold play, yes. So good. So cold, cold. <laughs> Go check that out. Uh, just yeah, do good things, and we love you. And we'll see you on the flippity flap. <laughs>